by the iHeartRadio app. From 96FM to wherever you're listening today, this is Clairsey and Lisa's podcast. Coming up on the podcast, we took your calls on the sound you just can't stand. We talked about Strings Attached, the WA Guitar Festival with curator Dan White. Old nerd here pulled out the tragic music box from the year 1990. And Kiss are playing at the grand final and ooh, people aren't happy. Just rock and roll all night. <laughs> Very simple question. What sounds do you hate? What is the sound you cannot stand? Now, yeah. obviously, for a lot of people, it's the old fingernails on a blackboard. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, 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 that's one of the very early memories of sounds you can't stand. Yeah. I really don't like the sound of the cat on the screens at home. You know, the security screens? It's a weird noise, and, it's, and you can hear yes. the little claws gl- gripping in there as she's going up. And, and coming down, but I, you know, I hear that and I think, uh, what does that mean? There's a rat or something outside the window? I don't like the sound of polystyrene. We, at all? We'll just get it like that funny Even saying the my, word. Yeah, just yeah. saying the word it's gives a me a bit, a bit of, a of a chill in the back of my... So is, what, is there a difference between polystyrene and styrofoam? Mm, very, very similar, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. so I, I didn't like the yeah. sound of, you know, when you were a kid you'd have those... Polystyrene boogie boards. Oh yeah, oh, okay, yeah, boards. yeah. And when you slip around, and when on you them. slip around, on yeah, them, yeah. Oh, it makes a squeaky sound that I just couldn't, couldn't stand. Yeah, yeah. it completely ruined my surfing career. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I could have gone on to you know. You could have been Lane Beachley. <laughs> Could have been hanging ten. You could have been married all to the guy from over the joint, and um, and yet because of that sound, yeah, it ruined me for what life. A, what about the sound of a three thirty a.m. alarm? No. Does that, <laughs> that work for you? Yep. Yeah, you know what I'm if, the, if I'm hearing the sound of the three thirty alarm, I've slept through the three fifteen and the three twenty. Exactly. So that's really bad news. <laughs> Are you rubbing in? You get up earlier than me because you do. <laughs> You definitely do. No, I'm just saying that that is doubly bad when it's the 3.30. Oh, absolutely. If it's the 3.36 that goes off on the alarm clock, the old school alarm but clock you've got an old school, to my bed. But the old school had a, such a hideous noise oh, to it's it. it's the worst. I always bought the most hideous one. Yeah. Because I'll have your hideous, most hideous sounding alarm clock, yeah. please, was what I would request at, yeah. you know, Tandy or yeah. <laughs> Dick Smith or wherever it was. I was buying my alarm clock yeah. um, because it, otherwise I it won't do it. So have you got one of those ones that look like Bill Bill Murray's in um, Groundhog yeah, Day? Well, Although he's doesn't. paid, you got but you pay. I got yes, you pay. I do. Look a bit like that. It clicks over like oh, that. Absolutely, it oh, doesn't absolutely. make that clicking sound. But I have had those, oh, yeah. and I've had those when they've um, you know they literally click over yeah. a little a little thing, and half of them's fallen off. So. <laughs> <laughs> You can't tell it's 3.32 because the bottom of the two's gone. Yeah. Anyway, the sound we that digress. Yeah, Another sound I hate are the words, uh, can you not check the credit card this week? Those, <laughs> were, those words are horrible sound. Leah in Girraween, hello. Good morning, guys. What's the sound Leah? you can't stand, Leah? Oh, it has to be the school recorder that everyone gets. <laughs> yep. I, know. I, I mean, I'm going back from 1970 when I had it to, to, to now, mm. where my kids still have it. So uh-huh. I don't I just don't get why they give <laughs> school recorders out. Yeah. Because yet... no one plays them in orchestras or No, this is true. I no. guess because they're so, easy yeah. maybe. Yeah, easier than dragging a bassoon home when you're little, maybe. Exactly. And uh, my mum used to threaten to burn mine if I ever Ooh. played it at home. Ooh. Oh really? Well, I know. Melt. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've heard yeah, that. As soon as you hit mate. that high note, yeah. it mm. goes straight through you. Yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? Yeah. 
Across yeah. generations, oh, I've yet to hear a version of Frere Jaca that I uh, yeah, really Jaca. liked. Yeah. Oh, I know. Look, I taught myself how to play Rivers of Babylon from Boney. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Oh, you said Rivers I of Babylon then? Good. Rivers of Babylon. Yeah, were that's you, it, exactly, well, exactly. You were good. That's, I played that's one better song. than Frere Jaca. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, Thanks, Leah. Good on you, good on you, Leah. The sound of the recorder. Just the, the word recorder brings back horrible <laughs> memories of primary school at Karen Up. The I just... sound of kids playing the recorder, oh, I think, yeah. was what Leah said. Yes, she did, but I couldn't play it. I Which used to play by ear. You don't want to get what singled out. What did I say before? The sound of kids. <laughs> the sound of but kids. That's, that's harsh. You did say the sound of kids. That's hard, but they can be screechy. Yeah, well, yeah, the sound of their feet hitting the seat behind you when you're about to get on a long flight. Oh, yes, mm. yes. Michelle in Auburn Grove. Hello. Hi, Mish. Hi. How are you going? Good. What sound can you not stand? Uh, it's those um, ads for emphysema that are on TV. Oh, uh, yes. Just, they're for a very good cause, but yeah. my stomach turns every time. I have to block my ears, turn, Michelle. Have, mm. Me too. I have yeah. to turn it down or walk out of the room. Uh, yeah. And they seem to come on at like when I'm cooking. I know, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yep. well, that's what they're trying to do. That's I, the uh, goal is to shock yep. you. It is yep. to shock you. But yep. one, one quick gurgle is probably enough and then we could get <laughs> out of it. Quick gurgle. It's, exactly. It is, it is a gurgling noise and it is, uh, yeah, so it will work. Yeah. But, um, yeah. oh, God, it, yeah. is, it is a lot, I mean, isn't it, Michelle? It is. And when you're a non-smoker, mm. you yeah. go, well, I don't need to be listening to this. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're... <laughs> You're working on the stew or casserole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, yep. Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. Thank you for saying it. <laughs> yeah. That was like something I heard the other day around here, and it was a kid, was it a kid coughing, <laughs> just about hooking up a gooby? No, well, it was is, like, oh, that's the ad. That's oh, the ad that oh, we're talking about. Oh, that's the same one, is it? Yeah. Oh, right. Um, oh, it is dear. very effective. It is. Does very the job. Effect. Excellent ad. Put you off your food. But, oh. Cheryl and Dianella, what's yours? Oh, my biggest hate is um, when my sons were small, they used to bounce, uh, come through the house bouncing their football or their basketball. Oh, and they used to do something to my left side of my brain. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Trigger. <laughs> the balls yeah, bouncing. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I used to chuck them out of the house. Out you get. <laughs> <laughs> and even with sons, they'd, all, they'd always be bouncing something. Oh, yeah, it was so annoying, eh? <laughs> I, just, I just couldn't. Yeah, I, I get you. I get you. I get yeah. that thing yeah. that you're talking about where it's almost like a crick in your neck and it sort of like mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It involuntarily pulls to one side. I know. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> and Thank having, you, Cheryl. My left side mainly. Yeah, and I was, I was one of those boys even as an adult, Cheryl, so I know the look mm. and yeah. I know the, how mum or you, my wife might have responded. <laughs> same look. Thanks, Cheryl. Yeah, get a look. Angie and Connolly, hello. Morning. Guys, how are we? Good, Good Ange. What's the sound you can't stand? Oh, EBG. He's thinking about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, the rusty shovel along the gravel or the concrete. Yeah. The builders. Oh, when oh, they do the, right. get on the concrete. The yeah, you hate oh, that sound. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Dude, use a broom. Yeah, okay. Yes. Do you find yourself on many work sites hearing it, Ange, or just every now and then? Just every now and then, I walk past a new house yeah. being built, yeah. and I'm thinking, oh gosh, there it is again. Oh. I know. Oh, there it is again. Yeah. I know. 
I did it to myself yesterday, as a matter of fact. Oh, really? When I was cleaning up the <laughs> – this isn't a fun conversation, but cleaning up the dog poo. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's on, the, it's on the grass and I use a shovel. Yep. Well, for some reason, she must have hung a left or something while she was doing it and, and um, went on the pavement a little oh, bit. Right, so yeah, I had to scrape yeah. along the pavement. And oh, I went, yeah. I nearly knocked myself out, Edge. Yeah. <laughs> it's gross, isn't just it? the it's worst gross. sound. And, it, and it sounds like you probably hear it from three blocks away, that sound. You, yes. You know it so well. I oh, hate I can it. hear it anywhere. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, well, steer clear of Shovel on, yeah. Thank you, Ed. Steer clear of work sites and uh, yeah, new areas and herbs. Yeah. yeah. Alison in Baldivis, hello. Yeah, hi, how are you? Good. What, what is, is yours? yours? Balloons. Oh. Hello, balloons. balloons. Oh, yes. Hello. Oh, yes. Yep. Just yes. the thought of it is making me nervous, and I'm not sure if it's talking to you guys or <laughs> thinking of balloons and the noise, so please. That it's probably horrible the, squeak. It's probably the thought made. of yes. us that we may have balloons with us in the studio. That's probably it. Oh, probably yeah, reasons. I know. That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> that's what I'm worried I'm about. I'm not a big fan so, of balloons. Yeah, it's just, the trigger of it, it triggers my head, the mm. squeak of them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Maybe that's my defiance wearing rubber gloves. Oh, okay. <laughs> really? Right. I'm sure, yeah, I just don't like the whole. No. Yeah, yeah. How yeah, about the, the pop, Is the popping a thing with balloons or is it just the rubber sound and feel? I, I, no, I think, well, I think it's all of it, but it just triggers yeah. on a fear of that. Mm. You know, if you step in, you watch a TikTok with lots of dogs yeah. in a yeah. room of balloons and yeah. no, yeah. I have to walk away. Yeah, okay. TikTok's <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's my trigger. Yeah, not, yeah, I get it. Not yeah. keen. Develop Thanks, Alison. Yeah. No. Mm. Thank you. Hi, all right. <laughs> Andrew in Mount Helena, hello. Hey, you going, guys? Good. What's your Good, sound you can't stand? It's the clipping of fingernails or toenails. <laughs> oh, I get that. <laughs> Uh, at the sound of it, I have to either leave the room or whoever's doing it has to go outside. <laughs> they should go outside anyway. Oh, <laughs> um, well, yeah. If yes. I'm outside, they have to go away or I have to go away because yeah. I can't stand it. It just. Oh, just. So, oh. Wow. wow. Interesting. Is are toes any worse than fingers or are they on an evil, well, was, equal, it's equal, it's equal footing? Click. Yes. Okay. And you're not knowing where the piece is going to. Uh, oh yeah. You, there is okay. that, that's oh, why yuck. you've got to. That's why you've got to go outside. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah it's, it's, it's one of those weird ass phobias that people have that just. Oh, just thinking about it is making my stomach it's turn. Triggered you again? Mm. Yeah. Not good. I can tell. Yeah. yeah. All right. Even worse when the pet starts eating it. Yeah, but. Anyway. Oh, no. Thanks. Oh, sorry, Andrew. Sorry, Andrew. Sorry, Andrew. Sorry. That's an interesting one, isn't it? The clip, yeah. of, the, the, clip of the nail. The clip, the sound. It's true. Yeah. But, yeah, it's the whole association, mm. I think. Mm. Will in Camillo. Hello. Hey, Will. Yeah, morning. How are you guys? All good? Good. Yeah, not bad. What's the sound you can't stand, Will? Styrofoam. When you can pack boxes and things like that, yeah. and they're all yeah. rubbed together. Yep. It's a squeaky noise. It gets straight yep. through the teeth. Yep. Yeah. People <laughs> drives me absolutely loony. And, and it's it with everything, isn't it? Everything it's, you buy, every it, bit of furniture. Well, you flat pack, you unpack it. Yep. Styrofoam. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So much of it. And it's like it, it, it does something to your fillings in your teeth. Mm. It gets... Yeah, no, right. no thank you. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> do you want to talk about no, it? No, thank you. I've got enough fillings. I don't need any more. So, Will, how quickly do you get that into the garage, get it away from the, your oh. existence? Quick. Yeah. That's it. Unpack yeah. it. That's in it. one Toss piece. Yeah. You're, not, you're not breaking it up. Throw it out. No, it no, does. No, and that's, that's, what that's, I was... that's, that's my wife's job. Yeah, recycle bin. That's yeah. why I, what I was saying to Clairsy earlier, Will, about I couldn't I couldn't boogie board on those boogie boards when we were kids that were... <laughs> Or all the you know the styrofoamy polystyrene no. thing because the squeak it made when you hit the thing you know to go out into the the waves horrible. Well, that's what I had. Growing up, all we had was the foam yes. surfboards. Yes, exactly. Ah, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's a shocker. Yeah. Well, may you avoid it for at least today, mate. Yes, all the best. I hope so. <laughs> Thanks, Will. Well. 
Delving deep into the archives of Perth music history. Clancy's Tragic Music Box. We're going back today, at least to 1990. And okay. of course, the Tragic Music Box is also the Tragic Perth Box. There's a lot of Perth news uh, we're pulling out from 1990. All right. I took the lid off and outspewed this news. <laughs> it was the year that Carmen Lawrence became Australia's first female Premier. Well, there was a lot of, lot of hoo ha about that. Yeah, she's ahead of her time. Dr. Lawrence yes. became WA's 25th Premier. It was also the year that the Perth Wildcats won the first of their 10 NBL oh. championships. Who'd have known that they were going to. Oh. Go on to be the Wasn't juggernaut incredible. Cal that they Bruton, were. Cal Bruton was going off the Black yeah. Pearl. Ricky Amazing Grace was the grand final series MVP, which was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, the movies in 1990. And then there was the other guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> we won't mention that. Uh, Richard Gere and Julia Roberts says Edward and Vivian were charming the pants <gasps> off people around the planet, of course, for a fee. Because yeah. she was a cool girl. Yeah. And pretty, uh, pretty woman. That's why when you came in here, you know what we're going to need here? The first. We're going to need a few more people helping us out. I'll tell you why. We're going to be spending an obscene amount of money in here. So we're going to need a lot more help sucking up to us because that's what we really like. Oh. You understand that? Sir, if I may say so, you're in the right store and the right city, for that matter. He was so smooth, I think wasn't he? You'll find the full title was Core Girl with a Heart of Gold. Of course she did. And she got revenge at the shopping mall. Hey, hello, thank you. Hi. Hello. Do you remember me? No, I'm sorry. I was in here yesterday. You wouldn't wait on me? Oh. You work on commission, right? Uh, yes. Big mistake. Big. Huge. I have to go shopping now. That was the moment where people are punching the air in the cinema. Go, Vivian! Such a good line. It was a great comeback, wasn't it? (laughs) What else and who else was huge in 1990? Well, what else? Uh, Power walking was big, well, for some. Uh, G-string undies and bathers. Not while you're power walking. (laughs) Probably not. Step Reebok aerobics was very, very big. Not in G-string undies. (laughs) Definitely not. (laughs) Who was born in 1990? Let's have a listen to this list. Margot Robbie was born in 1990. Jennifer Lawrence. Emma Watson. Oh. Rhea Ora from The Voice. <laughs> she was born in 1990. Oh. And closer to home, Nick Nat Nui and Luke Shuey. I love how their names rhyme. Those oh, and they both are just yeah, at the same both time. Both at the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go, 1990. Mm. And uh, on March 25, 1990, mm. Blondie superstar Deborah Harry played a solo gig at the Perth Concert Hall. We always talk about how good the concert hall is. It always has been, that sound. It's the best. You Unreal. can't beat it. It's a concert hall. Yeah, uh, the exactly. Venue, it was the venue that Blondie, and they remind us that night, that uh, they played their very first Australian gig ever back in 1977, Perth Concert Hall. So right, in 1990, she was here with uh, her guitarist and former partner, uh, Chris Stein, who mm-hmm. had been very sick. She nursed him back to health. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deborah graced the stage with little fanfare, but of course with a shock of blonde hair and a little mm-hmm. black dress. <laughs> she came out, the gig opened uh, with a Smokey Robinson cover before a, launching into a string of Blondie classics. We got The Tide is High, Heart of Glass and Rapture. You mm. love Rapture. Mm. Um, a fan got onto the stage at that gig and he, uh, this dude, he he grabbed a kiss. He got a kiss from um, Deborah. Okay. And I and I was wondering, was she that punch a punch him? No, she did French kissing in the USA straight after. I'm going, was that a setup? Oh. What's going on? Mind you, it wasn't French kiss. Uh, then it was one way or another. Uh, the first encore included hanging on the telephone and call me. So you can imagine the crowd was going yeah. off by this stage. Second encore was the adults only section of the show with that very moody, sexy in the flesh, mm. followed by a cover of James Brown's Get Up, I Feel Like Being a Sex Machine. And of course, the set included that huge hit of the time, 1990, hit of the day from the album Deaf, Dumb and Blonde, 
I Want That Man, which was a massive hit, mm. pop hit around the mm. world. And that was still ringing in your ears as you left the gig and those people going down, because a lot of stairs outside the concert hall. You're mm. going down the stairs, down to Woods Terrace Road, still in your mind reminding you that Deborah Harry, proving despite being far from dumb, she was still blonde, of course, and still a savvy musical force in 1990. More classy, more Lisa, more podcasts soon. A little Freudian slip when I said that the space station, the NASA SpaceX crew, were heading back to Perth. Of course, I meant Earth, but, you know, it's our hometown. And they did head back, tra- travelling at 27,000 kilometres an hour, Lise, wow. before a parachute. You want your parachute to work, wouldn't you? Absolutely. There's a backup chute packed. Uh, six months was their mission on the International Space Station. There were two Americans, one called Woody. He'd have to be an American. Uh, a Russian <laughs> and a guy from the uh, UAE as well. So these guys have been up there for... So six months on the International Space Station, doing all kinds of things. And before departing space, they said they were craving hot showers, as you would. Mm-hmm. They were also after steaming hot cups of tea and ocean air since arriving, of course, in March. And their homecoming was delayed a day because of poor weather. That would be so annoying. That'd be worse than missing a flight, wouldn't it? Uh, we're going home. Uh, no, we're, no not. we're not. Because in the splashdown locations, the weather's not good. Plus, it's a lot of gear to get into. So much gear, isn't it? <laughs> a lot of gear to get ready. Yeah, it's not it's like Feet you know, up. carry-on luggage, Hang is on. it? Yeah, That's how it really looks. There's a lot going on. So while they're up there, they conducted more than 200 experiments and uh, they also did some spacewalks and upgraded the space station's power system. Do you reckon they're up there also taking selfies and launching products in space? I think there was a lot of giggling as they floated about in <laughs> zero gravity, watching their you know their dinner fly through the air and that sort You'd of thing. You'd have to do that, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're only human. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder if they were doing any product launches, like space, the very first space fluencers, because I would space not, that would not surprise me. <laughs> yeah. And I love it when they, um, they, they, they squirt a bit of that stuff into the air and then yeah. they catch it in their mouths or whatever. Yeah. But six months in space, Liz, how do you reckon you and I would go in space for that period well, of time? Well, you pretty much answered it when you said there's no hot showers and no coffee. Yeah. Couple that with I don't think there's Netflix. No. So forget about it. There'd be no chill going no, on. No, I think that I would eat all of your space food and not tell you. You know that, don't you? My, um, my astronaut Neapolitan ice cream. I've had astronaut Neapolitan ice cream Have from um, the space centre up in Canada. Oh, Canarvon. Yeah, yes. yeah. They yeah. really they take it really seriously up there. Not very tasty. No, it doesn't yeah. really. Ta- Give me Baskin and Robbins any day. Is it sort of like a powdered one that gets made it's up and put in the freezer? Not great. No, not good. No, and it's I, just a sort of. A, I don't know. And I guess <laughs> with only four staff members up there, four astronauts, there's no chance of anyone working from home. It's just too hard. Trying to arrange. You talk it. about the parachute. It's yeah. so less dramatic, isn't it, when they land now? I mean, yeah. gone are the days where a little pod would drop into the ocean. I know. And you hope that they'll find us. You mean like at the start of I Dream of Jeans? And they unscrew the top and yeah. pop out. Someone I'm pops here. out. Hey, how you going? <laughs> Strings attached. The West Australian Guitar Festival is back for its fourth year in Margaret River next month and the curator, Dan White, is joining us now. Good morning, Dan. Morning, Dan. Good morning, guys. How are you doing this morning? Good. Good fourth year. Whoa. Yeah. It's impressive. Yeah. Who amazing. knew we'd make it this far? <laughs> <laughs> Time flies though, doesn't it, mate? It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Well, Strings Attached is an event for players, makers, retailers and enthusiasts. It's spread across eight venues. What can you tell us about this year's event? Um, it's a great weekend for strings. Uh, so if you're into guitar or good music, um, you can get amongst um, a whole bunch of performances. We've got over 40 artists this year from around the country and overseas. Um, a whole bunch of hands-on workshops, masterclasses, panel discussions, plus 
a massive exhibition from guitar makers and retailers from around the country. Oh, mate, you can do, all you got to do is go onto Facebook Marketplace or go into a music shop and you see how uh, people who love their guitars, it's just like a real passion and they start collecting them and all the rest of it. There's so much mm-hmm. passion involved, isn't there? Absolutely. See, but the thing to know is they all give you different songs and they all, they all play different. Look, I've mm. been justifying this for years, mate. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah. My brother's the same. He buys them they're like his children. Well, there's something, yeah. <laughs> something for everything at the festival too because whether it's prog, metal to punk, blues, country, jazz, it's all there. Do you have a favourite yeah, genre be- for the guitar yourself, Dan? Oh, gosh. I like good music, really. Yeah. Um, I, I started out with a lot of blues um, in my early years, but um, I, I love funk as well, mm. um, but soul, and, and I mean, good music is good music. So um, we good try answer. to really represent a bit of everything at the festival because guitar is one of those instruments. It's played in so many different ways. You know, it's present in every genre of music in the world, pretty much. Yes. So, um, it turns into a pretty diverse program pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Dan, we spoke to uh, Steve Vai, guitar virtuoso and rocker, for a long, long time the other day, and he's got this new thing called the Hydro. Well, it's, it's got you know, three necks, and it looks like it looks a bit like something out of uh, Mad Max. Would you have a crack at that thing? Oh, mate, I would do my best, but I've probably got four hands, not enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like an octopus on it. Amazing. All right, so Speaking who? Steve Vai, we've got yeah. a yeah. Uh, wonderful player from the US, Larry Mitchell, Grammy Award winner, who um, plays with Steve Vai very regularly. Um, nice. Coming across to play at the festival oh, this cool. year. That's great. Well, I was going to say, who who's coming? Uh, Larry Mitchell, uh, mm-hmm. Michael Fix, the three-time guitar uh, golden guitar winner from Queensland. Uh, mm-hmm. Our very own Abby May, Perth Blues rocker. Right. Yep. Yes, uh, the Delhi. Uh, yeah, plenty yeah. from around the country. A few. Um, Few great players from overseas and um, plenty from here in Western Australia as well. Yeah, I often see that you banner who, up for Videli every time I drive down Charles Street yeah. when they play the Charles. Yeah. You know who's someone I would have I'd loved to have seen in concert? And mm. I know he's been here, but I don't know if he'd be coming again. Leo Kotke. He oh, yeah. would, oh, have you ever had the pleasure, Dan? No, not at all. He's has that. He's um, he's got that real finger picking style. Yeah, absolute virtuoso. I'd love to see him uh, play live. Thanks, Lisa. I'll put him on the list for next yeah, time. Yeah. All right. See if you can. I think he's about 77 now, Dan. Actually. See, see how you go. Yeah. Old yeah. guitarists don't, you know, get old. It's funny, Dan, because we, uh, we've we spoken to Steve Iron and Ian Moss lately, of course, and uh, they both yeah. mentioned Tommy Emmanuel as their, the greatest player on yeah. earth. It's funny how uh, it lines up. Oh, mate. I'll tell you what, there's some incredible guitarists right here in Australia. There's yeah. so many in them. Um, yeah, if you speak to Tommy, give me uh, put in the word for a <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, we will, we will. We'll that would be, it'd be top of the wish list, wouldn't it? Do you have oh, any? Yeah. Can you? I know it's like asking you to narrow it down, but who are your favourite guitarists? Of oh, in, in in general, in all, all time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. What do you got? Even. Oh gosh, that's a, t- a tough one. Um, I grew up with a lot of Clapton. Um, yes, who was a Jets? Um, Hendrix and uh, Robin Tra- Robert Trower too. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh, there's so many. Robin yeah. Trower's a star. So many. Yeah. No, it's funny you mentioned Clapton because he's got his uh, guitar fest coming up before yes. yours. Yours is October and his is in a couple of weeks' time over in uh, LA. Yeah. Can you get me an invite? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we gave a listener an invite. His isn't yeah. as good as yours, Dan. It's, um, <laughs> no, that's right. It's <laughs> Strings Attached. It's the greatest name. 6th to the 8th mm. of October in the beautiful Margaret River. Perfect place for it. Tickets are through the waguitarfestival.com.au. Always great to chat, Dan. Good on you, Dan. The plectrums will be fine. Bye, bye. Mate. See ya. Thank you. Have a great day. You bye, too. Bye. More crazy. More Lisa. More podcasts soon. 
AFL fans are, uh, they're not happy, apparently. Or as Perth now puts it, they're spewing. Spewing. Oh, that's some champagne commentary right there. They're spewing. It's highbrow. Yeah, it's very highbrow. Uh, I'm kind of surprised to hear this. Uh, Kiss uh, is going to play the grand final. The stage had been set for Crowded House, but they had to pull out for whatever reason. So Kiss have been uh, drafted in as a last-minute replacement act and unhappy fans are comparing the signing to when Meatloaf graced the stage in 2011. Really? This is odd to me. Um, Why the assumption that Kiss would do a bad show? I think they'd do a great show at the grand final. Lise, could you imagine the panic at the AFL when all of a sudden they've got Crowded House have pulled out? We've got to find someone high high status. Second only to Daniel Andrews and his whole um, Commonwealth Games uh, shenanigans. Um, Meatloaf uh, was terrible. Yes, we know he was terrible. But we didn't know that beforehand. It turns out he'd been... Performing, he was performing at the grand final with a hemorrhaging vocal cord, and so yes, he Ooh. did deliver a rough performance. Yes, he knows it yeah. uh, or knew it, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And but why this assumption that uh, Kiss will I be somehow anything other than the great shows they put on? Mm, uh, on, weird. on top of the comments about uh, Kiss is going to be Meatloaf two point oh, <laughs> uh, the usual oh, it's an Australian event should be Australian entertainment. Of oh course. yeah, I mean yeah. yeah. The grand final uh, show is the epitome of can't please all the people all the time. Yeah, we used to. No one complained when it was the killers. No, that's right. That was yeah. one of the greatest grand incredible. final shows ever. And yet we still laugh about Angry Anderson singing Bound for Glory in the back of a Batmobile. <laughs> Oh, and that was out at uh, Waverley oh, at VFL was, Park. No, it yeah. was quintessentially Australian, though, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was a real messed up year because Hawthorne flogged the Eagles. And <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Yeah, it was a horrible and grand final. And nearly fell out of the Batmobile when it pulled up. He did. Because it was going around the Oval. Yeah, that's right, yeah. It was windy there, of course. And he repolished his head ready for the gig and all the rest of it. <laughs> I don't know. It could be worse. I think Kiss will do a great job. Yeah, no, no, they just always do a good show. It's, they they do. seem very. They seem a good fit. Yeah, and when this word came to up, me? you know that Gene went. So she on with the contract. You know. So- like- <laughs> Apparently Kylie Minogue couldn't do it, but people were saying, why doesn't Kylie do it? Kylie is not AFL um, grand final show, is she? I reckon you'd find even more complaints if Kylie was put on the bill for an AFL grand final. I reckon Kiss will go all right. Ah, they'll rock it. The Shaw Report on 96FM. Smash Mouth singer Steve Harwell has died just hours after entering hospice care for heart disease. Of course, his health issues were compounded by liver failure, um, probably, you know, due to some unwise choices. Over yeah, the quite years. possibly. Yeah. He was just 56. With Steve at the helm, Smash Mouth sold over 10 million albums worldwide and topped the charts with two number one hit singles, five top 40 singles, three hot 100 singles, four Billboard 200 albums and a Grammy nomination. Their music appeared in TV shows, ads and movies and of course Shrek. <laughs> Smash Mouth released a statement calling Harwell a true American original. Very sad. Very mm. young. Yes, way too young. Sean Penn and Dakota Johnson are getting rave reviews for their new low-budget film, Daddy-O. I like the look of this. The film is entirely set in a taxi, stuck for a long time at night on a jammed highway heading from New York City's JFK airport to Manhattan. Penn's the cabbie and she's the passenger. So it's just the two of them. Ah. A veteran New York cabbie, they say. Uh, Uh, Two-person play, wow. It is. After being well-received at the Telluride Film Festival, it is due out later this month. John Farnham is facing quite the backlash from no voters for lending his iconic anthem, You're the Voice, to the Yes campaign for the referendum. Mm. 
He's been accused of being a sellout. And um, the move has caused fury among even his most loyal fans, so much so that the dedicated John Farnham fan club on Facebook has had to close its comments section. Oh, right. Okay. People criticising. Everyone just calm down. People criticising Farnsy. That's unusual. I know. Mm, unheard of. <laughs> You're allowed to have a difference of opinion. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Clancy and Lisa. Clancy.